Nick, let's talk about it, man, from the very beginning. If I'm just launching my personal brand literally today, mm -hmm. what do I need to think about? Think, why did I say that? What do think. I need to think? Think about. What do I need to, what do I need to think about yeah. uh, as it relates to my first video where I'm telling the world, hey, y'all, I'm here. How do we right. do it? It yeah. is, it's more on what is the first thing you want to say to them, right? Um, this is an introduction. This is, I won't give you the, the pressure of first impression because then that may scare some people and feel like I have to have it all perfect. I have to look great. I have to have the right camera. I don't, I don't want people to feel pressured about that because there's progression to everything that we do. But what is, if this was the only video that they saw of you, what would be the first thing you want them to know about you and your brand, right? Um, it could be a teaser of what's to come. It could be more of a, listen, just want to say, uh, welcome to my page. This is the certain things that you're going to expect from me. This is what I do. This is who it's for, right? This is how often I'm going to be posting. Uh, and then if you rock with this, share this with other people, share the profile with other people. And that's that. Not enough people do intro videos, right? And with how social media has been lately, you can pin or highlight certain videos. And instead of having people assume what you do and figure it out, maybe just doing an intro video as your first video can be very helpful for even down the line when you start growing. I think there's always this assumption that because we have our names publicly displayed on our profile, we obviously have pictures of ourselves on our profile, then it feels awkward to introduce yourself when people know your name, when people see your face, but it's still a human to human connection nonetheless, right? So yeah, maybe if I were out at a conference and I see someone, and I don't know their name because they're not online. I have to ask for their name and find out what they do. So I think we in our minds automatically assume that since you already know my name, because it's listed in my bio and I have a little teaser or something around what I do, then you understand that. So I definitely got to agree with that. It's probably important not just to introduce yourself for some of you who've been online for a minute. I challenge you to even reintroduce yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Go back to the last post that you created where you introduce yourself. I bet there has been some growth. There have people maybe who've forgotten. There are people who need a reminder. There are new people who've joined your community or your profile where it's good to go to them and say, hey, let me reintroduce myself real quick as Jay would say in his song uh, and catch you up to speed about who I am, what I'm doing and how I can help. Those are three questions that I often think about when I'm trying to introduce myself or explain something online to help people get a better understanding of what it is and how it works and, and how to make sense of it. So uh, that's really important. Switching gears now to just the importance of video in general. And I really wanna tackle it from like an extrovert introvert standpoint. You know, um, I in a way have been forced into video just because you know, of our association with the brand, the work that we've done together, mm -hmm. COVID, um, you know, it's it just said, all right, get comfortable with the camera or get comfortable being on camera. But I don't know that people really understand what that means. Uh, I, I think there is, there's a little more that goes into 
just turning the camera on and speaking. I feel like there are some things that go into it. And maybe for you, because you're a natural, you know, think about it. But, you know, I was joking before we got on here and I said, you look normal talking into the camera where I feel like I'm talking to aliens looking into the camera or I look like an alien because I just, it feels weird, right? Like right. some people, and maybe this is more natural for extroverts, they see the people that they're connecting to, through or to through the camera. Okay. Where for me, I look at the camera and I see a reflection of myself and I'm like, okay, this is awkward. How, you know, like it, you don't think about it consciously, but I think it does from time to time. It get a little funky that you're speaking into a camera. You got these lights on, you got all this stuff going on. So just for the basic, simple fundamentals of it, talk about how can someone get comfortable on camera before they start putting out video and creating content and shooting things of this nature. What, what are some tips for somebody who's trying to get comfortable on video so that they can start or comfortable on camera so that they can incorporate video into their social strategy? So you have to get comfortable with yourself. So I personally don't look at the camera and see people. Just like you, I see myself, right? And I had to get very comfortable with just talking to myself. Like that sometimes felt weird it still feels weird to a certain extent right but for me I had to sit down and be like is it that you're scared of what is happening on the other side of who will see it or are you just not that comfortable speaking to yourself because it's only a a, a team of one right mm. and hence why I appreciate however many people watch my Instagram lives, any of my content, because I've appreciated one, right? So guarantee I am my audience first and foremost because I'm speaking to myself and I know I am watching me, right? And I appreciate just at least one person watching. Later down the, the, the line, other people started watching. Even here, other people started watching and I appreciate two, the four, the 10, the 20, the 30, because I was okay with one. Yeah. So it's, it's not really thinking about, okay, when I record this, hundreds of people are gonna see it, thousands of people are gonna see it. It's, I'm seeing it right now. I have the ability to delete it. I have the ability to press record. I have the ability to post it, me. I, nobody else. So I had to get comfortable with me. And when people struggle with feeling comfortable in front of the camera, I say, go in front of the mirror, go in front of the mirror and see how you are, your, your reflection, your mannerisms, how you speak, record it, right? That's why I love the phone because you instantly see yourself. Do you play back your stuff? Do you ever like watch it back? Like, you know, athletes will, will call it like watching game film. Do you watch right. any of your stuff back and study? Like, okay, I could have said this differently. Or is recently, that thinking? No, right. recently I have. Bec I got over the part of overthinking. Before I couldn't. Because if I did, I would, I would chalk it up. I was like, no. Like, I hate truly doing pre-recorded stuff because I question... Like, okay, I could have said that different. I could have done that different. But I give myself a certain limit 
till I just say whatever this last one is, is going to go. So like I'll do, if it's a pre-recorded situation, I'll do like five takes and that fifth one, it got to go. It got to, right? Um, no matter. And then normally the, the first or second one was the best, the weirdest thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to my content, I just post and go now. Go, go, go. Recently, uh, I started re-watching the podcast, you know, watching some of my content and things like that and realizing, and we've had this conversation where it's more, uh, oh, I know what I'm thinking, right? I, I, I hear it. I'm, there's a slower talk when it's processing in my head and I got to figure out how to speed that up so people right. don't really have to like prolong that situation instead of making Isaiah be like, yo, when I'm thinking, cut that out. Like, right. just go, right? Yeah. I should be able to do that as well because I'm re-watching this stuff. But it took a minute. Like, it, mm -hmm. th that wasn't, I wasn't confident enough to watch my stuff and thinking that I wouldn't take that down or... I wouldn't redo it in, in any way. Like, I have to just put it out there because that's what I teach. Yo, yeah. be gone practicing what I preach. So if I say, yo, do it, stop overthinking, post it, I got to do the same thing. But matured enough now to rewatch some of the stuff and be like, how can I improve? And I just think back to when I first started, it's crazy. I did a, a presentation for Game Changers and I went back and looked at all the footage, all the pictures of stuff. When I first, first, first started, I was like, dang, I've been, that's been so much work and time. And those thoughts are not things that were, uh, say, foreign, right? Like they're still relatively new. I mean, it's been, you know, five or six years. Mm -hmm. And uh, th those are all thoughts that I'm sure resurface for people, especially when you're not as consistent as you'd like to be or for uh, those who are still trying to get started today or especially as the platform shifts and new types of content start to get more attention, you start to maybe second guess yourself and say, shoot, is this still the way for me to do it? Should I stop everything I'm doing and maybe start picking up and doing more of these TikTok dances or whatever? So it's good to revisit the fundamentals around something that is so, what feels so basic, but it really is important and is a, necess a necessity, which is mastering video, feeling right. good on video. I love what you said. It kind of made me feel, you know, like, shoot, you got to think about it differently, which is it's not about you at the end of the day, but I'll be, I'll be the, the God's advocate as the guys say it, which is, you know, you got to feel good if you're going to be consistent at something, you know, for some, some people, they've just, they've had that muscle. So just to give some balanced perspective to what's being said, you can't just run doing something that you don't feel good at because you're not going to be consistent at it, especially if consistency is one of the things that you're concerned about. So you got to think about, okay, how can I feel good about what I'm doing so that I'm not having to push myself? I did that at one point and I told y'all about that crash for me. And I had to go all the way back, cold turkey, re-engineer it and come back. So I love what you're sharing because it really is providing, you know, both sides of the perspective and, and and making it work. Let's talk about video for introverts for a second now. I just kind of tap into that a little bit more because there was a time where a lot of the videos that you were doing was simply pointing. This. It was this. 
right? And it was, you know, it was just this, this point thing. And it's like, man, you don't have to speak. And the reels were doing phenomenal, right? Yeah. It's really made me a little bit more recent that you're actually showing different camera angles and, you know, engaging more with you actually talking. But there was a period of time where you were just pointing. Is that still a strategy that introverts can incorporate into their you concept of or using video as part of their brand strategy? Is that something that they can still you use today? Is that a little bit more dying down because maybe the platforms are rewarding different types of content? In short, how can an introvert make use of video as part of their brand strategy today? Yeah, uh, it's still very relevant because it's how are you distracting your audience with whether it's different angles, different words, um, different pictures, right? I do, when it comes to the content, ways to show introverts and extroverts how to do uh, content, right? And so for the introvert side, there is that pointing situation. There is voiceover. There is slideshows of just pictures. There is vlog style of showing your day with just music, right? Or the vo showing your day in, in, in doing voiceover work, right? There is behind the scenes situations where you are just showing what's happening throughout the day and not necessarily you um, you saying anything or being like, this is what I did today. And on at 12 o'clock, I ate lunch and no one cares, right? Mm -hmm. But there are multiple ways for introverts to create in this whole, you know, whether it's long form, short form, if you go on YouTube, there are videos of people who just put up pictures and just do voiceovers of it. Like mm -hmm. there's no real, you never really see them, never see them, not never ever really, but never see them on their videos. It's all voiceover work. It happens, right? And we just have to be, a bit creative of how do we still be entertaining and not entertaining from a ha-ha standpoint or dancing and all that stuff, but more of getting people's attentions without necessarily having to be the talent. I always say your skills and your expertise is and your life experiences is the extrovert, not necessarily you. So you just have to show that in front of the camera and not necessarily you because people are gonna you're not going to feel comfortable it's going to feel very uneasy and you're not going to be consistent yeah. so you want to when creating video you want to do things that is going to make you feel comfortable as much as you can video is already uncomfortable puts you kind of out on front street right like oh you get to see any is it's a camera too like, is it seeing into my pores? Like, what's, what's happening? Like, weird, right? Mm -hmm. um, shout out to uh, to somebody who was like, yo, I don't like my voice. Like, I'm, it's not me being in front of the camera. It's actually hearing my voice. I think everybody hates their voice. Mm -hmm. I, funny story, Moose knows this story, right? Mm -hmm. Where when we, you're already laughing this hard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you're already laughing. When we were, Starting 
uh, the podcast, right, and we were getting it edited, our editor, shout out to Eddie, was like, yo, you have a, a nasally voice, right? Mm. I'm like, dang, you say that to somebody. <laughs> like, already, I don't like my voice. And then you're mm. like, ah, yeah, we got to, we got to edit it differently because you kind of have like a nasally voice. And at that time, mm. I was like, hey, I don't, well, I don't well, want to hear three, me. Literally, <laughs> like, yo, I, we haven't even made the milestone, which is 10. Like, right. that's how we know we'll have an active podcast. You're mm. at three, you're making me question life because this is now audio. Like, you can't yeah. even be distracted by what I may be doing. You're going to have to hear my voice. Oh, this is crazy. So, um, yeah, you're not going to like your voice. You're probably not going to like the way you look, right? So it's already an uncomfortable situation. You have to find your vibe of what's going to make it as comfortable as it can be. Are you one of those people that just, okay, the, the camera's never going to be on me, but it's going to be on my skills, my expertise, and my life experiences? Is it going to be like I can narrate so I can, you know, voice over it? I can take pictures and I could just turn that into a video, right? I can uh, shout out to the people who do like lyric uh, videos where all we're reading what is being said, you know? So there's multiple ways of doing it. Just find, just find your, uh, you know, find your vibe. Find your, yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool too. Cause I think even as you mentioned it, I'm noticing the the increase in videos where it seems like Siri is reading the text for you. You know, it's like there you you don't even have to narrate your own videos. That that sound of that Siri-like sound actually reading whatever you put out. There's some level of normalcy that's coming to that as well. So I think it's it's cool how you sum that up. Let's talk about uh, you know this same strategy for extroverts. I mean, of course, extroverts may not have maybe they do i'm not i don't want to i don't want to say it's a the, an absolute you know myth but maybe they do but let's just assume that for the most part extroverts are a little bit more comfortable on camera or putting themselves on camera or mm-hmm. you know making videos and things of that nature what's some advice you would give for them so that they are not just making video but they're effective with the video that they're making what should they be thinking about uh unlike someone who is a little bit more concerned about you know just the basic level things what should extroverts be thinking on camera? One, this actually goes a little bit before the camera. Don't create just because you're inspired, right? So extroverts, for the most part, is one of those, like, I can create when creativity hits me, when I'm inspired. I could do it on the spot. It's nothing. It's not hard, right? Um, this is where... A little bit of structure is needed in in your life if you're going to be consistent. Now, you can create whenever you want to, but there's going to be a few days that you're going to miss. And presence is very, very important in these social media streets. So there has to be a level of writing it out. Instead of just turning on the camera and just going, you can seem as almost if you're rambling. And probably there's going to be a lot of post editing if you just don't go and post, right? There's going to be a lot of post editing of just, okay, let me 
take this out that's not really important. I've said this twice. Let's do this all over. Like, you want to have kind of more of like, what is my hook? Who is it for? What is the, you know, the body of what I'm trying to say and what am, how am I closing it? Right? It doesn't have to be word by word, but at least kind of an outline of what you're doing. One, it keeps you on track. Two, you don't have to seem as if it's like, uh, what am I? Oh, okay, yeah, boom, right? Structure is more needed in an extrovert ways of creating content than necessarily the introverts because they're already naturally like that. They're like that to the point where it's almost a fault because they're so structured and if it doesn't meet those requirements it's a it, it's an l right mm -hmm. nope this can't do it so for extroverts it's more of what am i recording like how do i connect with them who is it for what is the body what is the value that i'm giving and how am i closing this so you can have kind of a a flow with your content. Is there going to be some that you just create to just create? Absolutely. But for consistency, yeah. there has to be structure. That's good. That's good. It's like almost reverse engineering it. You know, is I, I, for some reason I was thinking about, imagine if movie directors were shooting movies without really ever writing a script. It's like that would be a disaster, right? right? I don't know that anyone would ever finish a movie or anything would really make sense because we don't know what's coming at the end. We don't know what happened in the beginning. It, it's just a, a free fall. So I do, I do like that concept of pushing extroverts to say, all right, get those three parts. So you're saying the first three parts are the hook, which is, I imagine, the intro, yep. body, and then the close. Yeah, so the, the hook, who is it for, right? Uh, the body and then the, the closing. Because sometimes we just don't know who is it for. Like, you may be hitting a pain point, but maybe this pain point is for it maybe it's not for me. How do I know it's for me, right? So you kind of always want to address who it's for. And, and it doesn't have to be, and this is for blah, 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 blah. Like, it doesn't have to be that deep, but it does have to, like, be addressed somehow, some way.